When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This podcast is brought to you by RWJ Barnabas Health, the official health care provider of Rutgers Athletics. And welcome to another edition of the Inside Rutgers Athletics podcast. This is Jimmy Gill. This is the Rutgers Baseball Weekly Update with head coach Steve Owens. Scarlet Knights are currently 12-3 after three wins last week. That included a home opening 18 to one win over Wagner before splitting four games at Hawaii. So coach, you know, a very busy week. Just you know, how do you look back at this week and what stands out to you, first of all? Well, getting back late from Virginia and then having to really scramble to play a Tuesday game. Um, you know, that, that was kind of tough. And then, uh, but it was nice to, to be able to take batting practice at home, be in your own dugout. And then our guys played very well on Tuesday and we got a lot of guys out there. so. The results of that game were good, and, and then it was turn your laundry in and, and turn around, and we were up at 4 o'clock the next morning for an 11-hour flight. So going back first to that home opener, it was 18-1 to over Wagner. Danny DiGiorgio, two home runs in that game. You know, Did you like the way the team came out with focus that game? Yeah, I thought our offense was really good, and, and the guys that we went out that, that, that went out and pitched was a lot of guys that pitched. Um, you know, they, they did a good job of not walking guys and – you know, Wyatt gave up the home run early, and then, you know, Danny answered it right away, and, and we kind of got going, and, you know, he settled in for three, and hopefully, you know, he can continue to keep going further for us in games because we're trying to develop him as a starting starting pitcher. And then you've already mentioned it, the turnaround, quick turnaround on Wednesday. Talk about the travel and just, you know, how did that go? Well, it went well. Uh, it was just, it was a little bit exhausting no matter whether you're 18 years old or 60 years old. Um, it was organized very well. You know, Pete had it all figured out. And, um, you know, we, it was just an early morning 
and then you know an entire entire day of traveling uh, but you know sometimes you got to pay a price to get to a beautiful place so the team got there on wednesday night and did sunset yoga how was that that was great um i thought it was important for them to you know get the plane ride out of their out of their bodies um you know move move around it was actually it wasn't the hardest yoga that we've done but it wasn't easy um so it was and i thought it was just right you know um the intensity was just right you know got them moving for an hour um it was it was good bonding experience and and i just felt like you know it was important to to help us recover and feel better and then moving to thursday the team did a lift in the morning and then went to pearl harbor how important was it for the team to take in that experience i mean you know i think it was very important and and i thought they um you know we were there for a couple hours maybe two or three hours again still fatigued but um to to you know to see such a historic place uh, and for the players to you know read about things and 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 understand it a little better and appreciate it i thought was you know very important and and uh i'm really glad we did it and then the team got to the field that thursday night what, what are your impressions of the field and how it played in the stadium at hawaii oh the the field um well we were told that the field played really really big even though the dimensions aren't big there's a crosswind that knocks every single ball down that's hit well outside of a ball exactly down the right field line and that's not good for us um, and it wasn't good for us because we we hit a lot of balls that could have been they play their outfielders on the fence and I don't think we beat an outfielder over his head um, the entire weekend with the exception of maybe yesterday Josh's ball so um, I think you know I think it's really fast literally the ball goes a hundred miles an hour and you know Danny DiGiorgio started the weekend out with a ground ball past the shortstop that wound up being a double so you know it was very difficult to keep to, to keep teams from scoring uh, it, it's a very offensive field um, except for the home run you know so their offense is kind of built like that and I don't really think that was a great matchup for us and then so the Friday game was an 11 to 10 loss fell behind early but the team really battled back you know what, what do you reflect back from that game we didn't control the count we didn't control their aggressiveness and their running and slashing and bunting um, we had prepared for it and we didn't execute it um, and so things got a little bit out of control we, we battled right back did a great job put ourselves in position at the end of the game to win it and then we just we just you know didn't we for the first time this year, we just didn't get the job done, you know, out of the bullpen. You know, hats off to them for getting a hit off off an elite closer, and uh, and then, you know, we mishandled, uh, had a cross up, and and the cross a wild pitch cost us two runs. It actually wasn't a wild pitch; it was a strike. But you know, twilight, um, darkness. Um, there was a cross up and again that's that's something that we got to clean up so then the team really responded in game one of the doubleheader on saturday that was a long day 13 to 1 victory similar to the after the loss at coastal the team came back at wilmington and swept a doubleheader so 13 to 1 in this game put up six runs in the first inning do you think that set the tone for that game yeah it set the tone for the whole day i mean we ran we went through the lineup with great at bats passing it along one guy to the next it was it was an excellent um excellent offensive display and you know I think um, I think that set the tone for the whole day and you know Jared was was awesome he was in total control of three or four um, 
you know, three or three or four pitches. He was ahead in counts. He got really weak contact, and he dominated the day and, and pitched a complete game. Yeah, so how important was that? I mean, seven innings, three hits, one run, no walks, eight strikeouts. It looks like he's gotten better each week. Yeah, he's he's been very consistent. You know, from the he actually has perf- performed better in each of his four starts. Uh, so if he can keep, I don't know how much better you can get than what we just saw. But if he can do that for us each weekend, we're going to be really happy. And then moving to the nightcap of the doubleheader, scored three runs in the first inning. I mean, what did you see there in this game? Well, again, we came out, and we've done this a lot this year. We've been prepared to score early in the games, and that helps you limit the other team's offensive ability. Uh, their risk-taking um, cuts down on the running, the other team's running games. So that was very important. And again, you know, uh, getting off to getting off to a quick start was really important. And then we expanded it, you know. So we expanded it late, you know, by by one run each inning, and that was really important because when you're when you get down to four or five, you know, um, that's a lot different than being down by a run. And then the bullpen in this game, eight shutout innings, including four by Ben Gorsey. That was the longest we've seen from Ben. How has he improved? He's improved, you know. From last year to this year, the most improved pitcher on our team. Uh, he's been great. He's pitched very aggressively. I think he's got 10 strikeouts and two walks. Um, hasn't given up a run. Done really well. And it was really important this week. Sam, what Sam Bello did on Friday was important for us too. That put us in position to win. You know, Sam and Garrett and Dale. Um, you know, we had the guys we wanted out there with a lead. Uh, and then, you know, we get the complete game. Uh, and then Ben bridges a one-inning start and puts us in position, you know, to to still have a lead and uh, and get back to Dale at the end of the game. Uh, so that was it was that was a great job by Ben. That was a game saver. And you know, we got we got three we got three poor starts this weekend. You know, one good start, three poor ones. And we were able to win two games. You know, which which wasn't the goal. Winning a series was the goal, but you know. Um, things didn't didn't go perfectly for us then moving to the finale on Sunday Hawaii took this one 13 to 7 it was back and forth early uh, as you said uh, not a start that Nathan Florence you know he had been pitching better but you know what did you take away from this game you know we we needed Nate to to pitch like he's been pitching um, we again we came out and scored in the first inning um, it was going to be a high scoring game every team had used a lot of their top relievers and it was the fourth game of a weekend, which we haven't done yet this year. But we had the right guy out there. He's been he's been excellent the last two weeks. And then he gave us a poor start, and uh, we had to go to the bullpen very early, and that just didn't work out for us. And do you think playing a team like Hawaii that's going to play much different than the Big Ten helps this team? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of learning points. You know, every weekend you play a little bit different opponent. You have to be able to to um, to defend what they do, take away their strengths, while at the same time building on your own strengths and playing within your own style. But you know, this was a team that pressures, runs, bunts, slashes, fake steal, squeeze with two strikes. Um, they, you know, they, they actually did a squeeze play on a three-two pitch. You know, with one out, um, just unconventional. Um, they ran into a lot of outs. We actually should have recorded a lot more outs on defense. You know, here's the other thing. Our offense was excellent all weekend. Um, Our defense was very, very good in the outfield and below average in the infield for what our standards are. Uh, So, 
you know, when you combine getting three poor starts and then our defense not making above average plays in the infield, we, we gave up some outs and some opportunities. And I think some of it had to do with fatigue and, and then not just physical fatigue, but I think a little mental fatigue. So the team is on spring break. Now we'll head back and play Omaha this weekend. What's going to be the focus this week to get ready for that series? Well, by recovery, again, new hydration, recovery, being able to get feeling right again, going backward, uh, you know, back across the country, you know, getting a couple good days of practice in if we can before we play a really good Omaha team who, you know, just went split with Nebraska uh, in a two two game series. They beat them by one and lost by one. Um, very good team, you know. So uh, again, it'll be you know be a tough weekend, um, you know, upcoming. I think the weather's going to be okay. Uh, we don't have midweek games, so we can, you know, get a little bit of practice in, and then we're hoping you know to go back and win a series again. So that series will start Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern at home. Thanks, Coach, for your time. Okay, thanks, Jimmy. And thanks for listening to another edition of the Inside Rutgers Athletics Podcast. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.